millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, my name is Marcus Bronzy. And my name is Kay Curd. This is Ain't Got a Clue. Uh, this is a podcast where we answer quiz questions in a fun and entertaining way. So you don't go through hours and hours of listening to a podcast and not building up your knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Like this way we make it fun and entertaining. So you're like, oh yeah, I remember that because there was this funny thing that happened on the pod. Yeah. And it's pretty simple. We start off with a quiz question. K, how many time zones does Russia have? Oh, I ain't got a clue, bro. The answer is 11. And I'm going to help you remember. <laughs> 11 time zones. So to help you remember that uh, Russia has 11 time zones, I'm going to go through a number of facts about Russia. But before we get into that, uh, let's talk about how Russia even got there, right? A bit more about Russia. Russia's got 11 time zones and the world is divided into 24 time zones, K. Russia covers 11 of those. One for every hour. Yeah, is that is that what it's based on? Yeah, yeah there's 24 be, yeah. time zones for every hour, and then 11 of those is owned by Russia, basically. They're not owned by it. <laughs> <laughs> I really rushed it. We yeah. own it. They're not owned by it. But yeah, they, own, they, they actually own that. Um, one ninth of the world's landmass is Russia's size. Russia stretches from Kaliningrad, which is next to Poland, 5,000 miles to the eastern tip of Chukotka, across the Berling State of Alaska. By contrast, it's nearly 2,700 miles across four time zones of the 48 contiguous states in the US. Basically, Russia is big, like you said. Yeah, so when Russia's it's na- huge, it's huge, bruv. And they've got 11 of these time zones. So basically, when it's 9am in Moscow, Western Russia time, it's already 6pm in the farthest part of is, Russia's is Far that, East. Is that why in like Rocky 4, um, <laughs> it was light where Rocky was and it was dark where Ivan Jago was? Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> Every... <laughs> Every time, there's a, bro, are you trying to say that Rocky is linked to everything that's gone on in this universe? I, reckon, I feel like I reckon another Rocky tie. Do you know? Do you know uh, Sylvester Stallone is in a boxing hall of fame? No way. Yeah, he's made a fictional character has well, made no, it Sylvester into the Stallone has made it. Not Rocky. really. Stallone's made it. Into, yeah. Did he do a lot for boxing with Rocky then? Yeah. Is that, right. So they've got more time zones than any other country in the world. Like I said, when the east of Russia is in the middle of the working day, the western regions are still fast asleep, right? So how did we get there? How did we end up with 11 time zones in Russia? Well, Hold on, that's an 11 hour difference. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Like in America, when you see like, and it's going to be uh, uh, at three o'clock Eastern time, you're thinking... All right, so Western time, or was, I don't know what Western East is four hours. It's standard time, isn't it? Or Central time, I don't know. But anyway, 
East Coast, West Coast is how I do it, but it's like four, there's four hours difference if you go from like LA to New York, I believe. Wow. There's 11 hours here. Right. So 150 years ago, the world had no time zones at all, okay? Everyone had their own local time. It was basically midday when the sun was at the highest point in your town. That's how things were back in the day. So basically, if we were, we were around in those times, you could be late and just be like, well, it was midday where I was, mate. Sorry about that. Uh, the rise of railroads made that they needed to accurately synchronize with other localities because they couldn't just have a train setting off whenever it wanted to no, and arrive whenever it wanted to. And that was introduced over here in the UK. The US and Canada also took it on and then in other countries. So in 1919, Russia was divided into 11 time zones where boundaries that went along railroads and rivers were where they kind of chopped it up into little pieces. But 11 time zones is a lot. So in 2009, Russia decided to reduce its number of time zones from 11 to 9. But then in 2014, they reversed the this decision. Is, uh, this is not... Uh, what is this? Everything was normal. We had 11 time zones. It was good. <laughs> but for some reason, somebody come along, they change it. Hoisky, hoisky. It's not very... What was wrong with the old system? I don't the know. The old system, there was nothing wrong with the old system. The old system worked. But somebody come along say this system is not good. Typical imperialist attitude that they wanted to get rid of thing mainstream, streamline, whatever you call it. It's a terrible decision. So I was very happy when it was reversed. So Russia is stuck in the middle of wintertime. In 1917, Russia, for the first time, switched over to summertime, for, which was one hour ahead of their local solar time. But four years later, the idea of switching between summer and wintertime, you know, kind of like what we do here, British summertime, regular time, it was abandoned because from the research that I did, it was just basically too confusing. So you've got 11 time zones and they're all bumping and moving forwards and backwards. So you like, just, oh God. It's, 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 <laughs> I'm looking at Kay's face as I say it. Kay's just looking at me like, what the fuck? Do you remember the days before iPhones? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, I was around before iPhones. Yeah. yeah so said. like you had to change the clocks in your house, like for British summertime and then Greenwich Mean Time or whatever. And it was just, it was, it was just annoying. Right. But thankfully to your iPhone, like with, with thanks to your iPhone, like, you know, I've got Apple Watch as well. So yeah. my, my clocks are just set all the time. So I've got no issue. Right. So imagine you're just walking, th you're just driving through the uh, the country like. You know, I love this song, Vladimir. It's the best song. Walking away downtown, walking by. And I miss you. And I miss. Don't tell anybody I listen to American song. Anyway. Wow, it's five o'clock. I thought it was five o'clock an hour ago. Wow, it's five o'clock We have got through this thing in ten minutes. <laughs> Three cities in ten minutes. <laughs> Bruv, don't you think, though, if somebody really wanted to fuck with the whole world, a, hack a set of hackers could sit down and be like, I've got the perfect hack for you, Kay. This is going to ruin the world. What is it? <laughs> what is this hack? This hack is, um, we're going to hack our iPhones at 12 o'clock midnight. Instead of switching over to summertime, they're gonna stay in regular winter time. What does this mean? 
It means. What does teleport? <laughs> what does this mean? Well, actually, it means if you do it to everyone, nothing's going to happen, innit? Yeah, yeah. What would happen if they did fuck around with phones? No one would even notice, would they? Would you wake up and be like, oh, my phone? It's it not. It seems a bit over. darker. Yeah. Why is it so dark? <laughs> I guess up every day at seven o'clock. I don't know why it's. <laughs> Yesterday, it were all. It was all right. Today, it's just dark. <laughs> What's happening? Don't you find it funny, though, that it's called Greenwich Mean Time? Like, when you go to Greenwich, you're like, this is where time begins. Yeah, you always want to the see a horse field. The concept of time is birthed within this very location. And if you look closely, there is a line that clearly distinguishes where Greenwich Mean Time originates how uh, do you understand the significance of this do you understand how amazing it is to be part of a country that just invented the mere concept of timekeeping do you understand that the, rule britannia britannia rules the waves indeed and we do you know what else we rule we also we also bloody rule people's watches and clocks that that's what we bloody well rule GMT GMT Greenwich meantime the wonderful the wonderful borough of Greenwich have you ever been to Greenwich do you understand the, the enormity of what I'm saying we have an observatory at the birthplace of time you can also think about interplanetary beings that is how amazing Greenwich is so in 1930, the clocks moved forward an hour to what was called decree time. In 1950, the Soviet Union lived by that time wait, until wait, wait, it was decided. What time? Decree time. Oh, I thought you said the creed time. I was like, Apollo Creed died <laughs> in Rocky IV from Ivan Drago. And I was like, wow, that, I mean, I, that's a nice tribute to call it creed time. <sighs> Why are we naming it creed time after this bastard? He died. He's shit. He don't even really box. <laughs> Um, decreed yes decreed time for 50 years the Soviet Union lived by that time until it was decided again in 1981 to start switching summer time backwards and forwards so in 2011 Russians said they had enough of this they found it too difficult to adapt to changing the clocks twice a year can you imagine this is the same time whilst they're trying to reduce their time zones as well so as a result some people in their regions ended up with a time that was an hour or sometimes two hours ahead of their geographical time but, but time was fucked up if this doesn't show you that time is just a concept... The government were bombarded with complaints from people who were unable to function normally because they said there was an extra long and dark Russian winter. Finally, in 2014, the government ruled that clocks would go back an hour and remain there because it was just all fucked up, basically. So Russia has permanently been living in wintertime. What? I thought Uber Eats was open. <laughs> Why is closed? This is ridiculous. Yeah. My brother lived in St. Petersburg and he said, right, he loved, he liked living there. Yeah? What was it like? It was nice, yeah. But he said the one thing that annoyed him was the lack of food options. What was there he to was eat? Like, food was shit. Like the only thing that was decent was MacD's. What? Like takeaways in that. What was like a Russian McDonald's? Is it like a... No, a Russian Rus McDonald's, Big Mac is a Big Mac, in it? Okay. But I feel like I, he was saying like other takeaway options were just like, you can't get an Indian. Nah, <laughs> you can't get a can't get like jerk chicken. What? I mean, no, but just think about it. There's like so much that you just can't uh, can't get. Um, Did he tell you what a Russian meal was? Like, I'm curious. I don't know what like Russian I don't cuisine know. is. He didn't tell me. I didn't ask. I think, but it's it's just proper. Do you know? I imagine it's just like proper like bland potatoes, meat and stuff. potatoes. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's a meat yeah. and potatoes country. Protein, carbohydrate, everything you need. Everything you need is just is good meal. This is good yeah. Soviet meal, but. 
yeah, he would end up just eating McDonald's and stuff when he wanted a takeaway because that was the only thing that was familiar. But just imagine that. Like, we are so blessed. This is why multiculturalism is good, in a sense, because you can get, like, any fucking food you want. Like, I, do they have a Chinatown in Russia? I don't know. I don't know. That might be, like, because there's a Chinatown everywhere. There's got to be a Chinatown and there's got to be, like, an Irish pub. In Russia somewhere. If there isn't, has to be. If Fact. there isn't, we know that, you know, it, it's not a worthy holiday. It's not a real place. It's not real. It's not <laughs> there's not an O'Neill's. It's, there's, it's not oh a worthy holiday God. place. There's O'Neill's in Dubai. That's like the most <laughs> hilarious. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was walking down JBR and I was like, what the hell? There's an O'Neill's here. This is crazy. That's how you know you made it. If you well, live I mean, in an area, if you've be, got an Irish pub, probably, you know you made it. It was probably O'Brien's or something yeah, like yeah. that. But like, you know, like it was an Irish pub in it. You know it. You know it, man. Um, so, yeah, I spoke to a lot of people this week and I was like, what comes to your mind when I say Russia? They said Ivan Drago. <laughs> a lot of people say vodka, uh, vodka. or maybe Putin vodka. riding a horse topless or bears on the streets. I don't know. But here's some facts about Russia. Russia's cats have jobs. What Not all of them. Uh, in the Hermitage Museum, there's a national. It's a national treasure of Russia. Cats are the treasure of the Hermitage. The clouder of cats, called the Hermitage cats, that's what you call a group of cats, are guardians that protect priceless works of art from rats that are valued by the whole staff. Ooh. Each cat has a personal passport, a photo, and even receives regular income from friends of the Hermitage cats. Cats and cats looking at me like an absolute nutter. The museum has a press secretary dedicated to the cats. <laughs> And the cats act as caretakers, and these cats live in the museum's basement. Apparently, there's even kitchens for preparing see, their food. You see, you see how strong that old Soviet. Ma here, we, what we see here is is there's been a there's been a continuation of the the former Soviet ma um, uh, mindset of, of you know workers all working for the state and so on and so forth. Yes. And, and, and what you see, this is actually transcended beyond humans. And now we're seeing the feline kingdom, mm. the feline kingdom, <laughs> actually getting involved you know and just working within the workplace in order to create a better Russia I personally think you know uh, it's something we can definitely adopt in this country I think we I think for example the felines in this country um, are very spoiled uh, and I will say <laughs> that because um, when was the last time you saw a feline um, you know just roaming the streets with somebody that was perhaps on benefits yes I mean, I mean felines in this country I feel like uh Akin themselves to the to the royal family. I think I think they do believe they are descendants of the monarchy, and they they they, they therefore realize. I mean, in fact, we 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 have a cat that is at Downing Street whose sole purpose is to just be a cat at Downing Street. I mean, work for your keep. Mm. Well, I, 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 you, it's it's all very well eating Sheba every day, but what are you doing? And and here I see this this Russian resolve. Yeah, not merely one cat. But a hermitage of cats, just, just, yeah, sorry, a clouder of cats, just gallivanting around this, 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 this sacred museum. I got me thinking though, cats don't really have jobs, do they, at all? Cats are dickheads, brother. I'll say this right now, cats are dickheads. Really? I think they think cats, we're dickheads. No, yeah, cats are full, full dickheads. Go on. So you're a dog, yeah? Like, and this has been an observation that's been touted, like, many a time, but like, Dogs are so loyal. You see dogs of homeless people. You see dogs, mm. dogs everywhere. Dogs like on their owner's grave, like waiting for their owner to come back. Like they're just sad. Cats are like, well, I feel that like we've come to the end of the road, young man. Yes. Um, toodaloo. And find somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. Like, nobody, a cat chooses people. People don't choose cats. 
I think cats look at us and they're like, huh, look at these heathens running around for me. My dinner time's at six. It's 6.01. I saw a great quote that said, uh, and I think I've mentioned it on the pod before, but I saw a great quote that said, cats look at humans and go, these people feed me. They wash me. They bathe me. They, they provide me with sanctuary. I must be God. I am. I'm God. Whereas dogs think, wow, these people clothe me, they feed me, they they, they, they provide me with sanctuary. They must be God. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that, that's a difference in mindset. That's why I love watching cats trip up a little bit. Not fall over and hurt themselves, but you ever seen a cat fall over and then they, don't hit, they, they drop and they go, did <laughs> anyone see me? And I'm, it's like, I look at them and go, ha. <laughs> Dickhead. I, I saw a, I saw one TikTok yesterday that made yeah. me laugh. It was cats sat on um, glass tables, <laughs> and they just looked so cute from underneath what, the table. Really? Yeah, their paws just like, oh, you, could you, could you? Yeah. But a cat, you know, the cat was probably thinking, oh, right. this is a this is a rather novel <laughs> glass table. I think I'll just sit here. Yeah, so I'm just gonna lick my balls. Um, so yeah, apparently they have their own little hospital in there. I was unable to confirm this though. Russia's dogs though. They're not. They're not stupid, Kay. Well, their I, dogs I, can navigate. Them. I, I personally would never call a dog stupid. Well, well, you know, some well, some pets are a little bit silly. Uh, but Russia's stray dogs can navigate the metro to survive the harsh winters because it's very cold in Russia. Moscow's dogs have had to develop street smarts. All right. If you ever take the underground in Moscow, you might spot one of its clever dogs hopping on a train for a few stops and hopping off again. That is fucking smart, bruv. bro. Bro. I'm impressed. Um, I, I still have trouble sometimes on the tube. <laughs> what le- what color line is that? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't have trouble with it. But you know, like as a kid, you probably did found it all confusing. I st- all right, you're so, you're joking. I genuinely still find find some tube stations hard to negotiate. It's the oh circling no, the, district. Being in the ch- no, the actual tube yeah, stations yeah. themselves. Oh man. For, Oh my god! When you go into the Bakerloo line, I'm expecting a shoe shine boy to still exist there. I'm expecting ghosts to be walking around like hello, Sherlock Holmes solving a crime, bro. The Bakerloo line, right? Even when you go on the trains, it's like they haven't been updated in years and years, and it's like you, you have you ever smacked one of the seats? Go on, Kay, please the describe. Of, please describe to the, the listener the, about the, this. The, oh, the amount of man. dust that comes up from it, right? It is like wow, like. People actually rode on these trains in the sixties and seventies. It might, they must have done because those trains haven't been updated. You are sitting on sixty-year-old farts. That's what you're sitting. It, on. And it's so funny when you see like there'll be like three old ones, and then one of them's been replaced with like new. <laughs> yeah, new, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, oh, there's new fabric on this one, and it's so you sit on that one. But generally, I I don't know. Like that's a great question actually. But I think like after the pandemic, I don't know whether I'm going to sit down on tubes. I don't know if I ever really want to ever have to take... I think I'm going to walk. I think if it's like a three-hour walk or a half-an-hour tube, I'll be like, better get the walking shoes on, boy. Because, <laughs> boy. Yeah, I, I think, don't know, I think, you know. I think people should become much more open to the idea of people turning up to meetings in workout gear. Or cycle... Yeah, yeah, cycle shorts. Like, I... Walk to this motherfucker. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah, 100%. Do you think in a post-pandemic world, I'm going to be taking these, these, these disease tubes... <laughs> These tubes of disease to come to your workplace? Nasty. Nah, motherfucker. I'm a walk. I'm a walk like I was taught. 
during the during lockdown, I'd, I learned how to... Oh, my gosh. Hold on. I was going to say, welcome to this interview, Kay. I just want to say thanks for letting us know a little bit about yourself. Do you know the... Um, uh, Again, we're going back to an iPhone, right? Sorry. You know, an iPhone, it's got like a walking asymmetry measurement. So it tells you whether you're walking, um, like how good your walking is. No, so, really? Yeah, where so where like, is this setting? I need, to, I need to do this. It's somewhere in the health app, right? It talks about like your walking asymmetry. So like if it's zero, it's great because it means like you're symmetrical. You're taking equal strides on both feet. Uh, on both legs whatever that is sick so yeah if you're going from one time zone to another when you're walking through them so if I have one of those old school bops like when I thought I was cool back in the day then my asymmetry would be like what like a, a oh, 45 it'll be, off. it'll be off that's hilarious right anyway so the dogs super smart dogs they've even learned how to identify metro stops with the Tanay announcements mind the gap mind the gap oh this is this is got to be this is Victoria life <laughs> so they've also befriended security what? guards can yeah. you imagine the dog going somebody going hey, where are we meant to go you want to take a left on the- <laughs> what do you want what do you oh you want to get to Brixton <laughs> what do you want to do is get on the uh, Jubilee line to Green Park change at Green Park to Victoria line and then go all the way down to Brixton and that's fine but they've also made friends with security guards as well so they've made mates there and at St. Petersburg, like, like St. Petersburg cats, they also keep the rat population down. I don't think they eat them. I think they just scare them away. Russia has its own mafia gang wars. The infamous Yulmash gang was founded in the late 1980s, a Russian mafia syndicate that were based in the city of Yekaterinburg. They initially began controlling small business, but quickly rose to power <laughs> as the dissolution of the USSR led to widespread instability. Their main rival was the central gang. Their beef was so intense that they would have separate cemeteries for members of their gangs killed during gang wars. You can now visit the resting places of once infamous mafia members whose gravestones are engraved with hyper-realistic images emblazoned with their defining qualities. One, ec- one as an expert in knife throwing, while another possessed deadly fist-fighting skills. This was the first time we saw Ivan Drago <laughs> in his cemetery. <laughs> So is this the island from Rocky, Kay? This is Ivan Drago (laughs) from Rocky. He was emblazoned with deadly beast fighting skills on his cemetery uh, tombstone. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So yeah, that was it. Can you imagine that though? You've got gang wars going on. So their main rival gang was the Central Gang. You've got gang wars going on and people would have separate cemeteries for their gang I, members. I, I, but you'd put make sure that you'd like make like you make their special skills look extra hype and scary. So if anybody would happen to hear about the people in your gang. So it's essentially <laughs> like a human Pokemon card on their gravestone. Yeah, basically. <laughs> what would your superpower be then? He is his skills was making people laugh. <laughs> Mom would be like, could eat his own body weight in ice cream. No, it would be like, <laughs> he created great podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just be you with like, behind a MacBook, behind the Mac, was first, this campaign was first designed here when Marcos died. <laughs> On his tombstone, he was behind the Mac. Somebody from Apple saw this mm. and said, wow. Wow. <laughs> He is behind the mech and his superpower was podcasting. Some Russians play golf with helicopters. That's a rich man's sport. Man. Yep. In that Moscow's <laughs> case straight away is that that's money wild. talk around there, boy. That is wildly rich. Bro. Yeah. In Moscow's suburbs, you can participate in a curious and unique sport, which is helicopter golf. The idea of the game is close to traditional golf, K, although the scale is much bigger. What you do is you guide a one meter, three foot in diameter ball through a snowy route using a 10 kilogram stick all whilst the players are driving a helicopter. So there's an actual stick hanging off the bottom of your helicopter. I'm going to let Kay watch a video just so we can take it and he can describe what he's seeing right here. Oh, so is, there's like a massive like kind of like hammer. On the bottom of the helicopter. On the bottom of the helicopter and they're trying to like dash some ball in the snow. So this is, imagine, what can I, what, imagine croquet but we have like yeah, imagine croquet but with a like a helicopter tripod, yeah. yeah what a rich man sport this is I need a plane ticket and accommodation to just merely be in the vicinity of where this sport can be played right yeah. and even if you go well no you don't need to go to that you can go to the Milton Keynes um, uh, fake ski slope brother I don't live in Milton Keynes so I still need to get some sort of transport to get me to Milton Keynes in order to go on these fake ski slopes. This so you think about it, for helicopter, for helicopter golf, you also need a helicopter as well. I need a helicopter, maybe helicopter rentals as well. Fuel. Fuel. Yeah. Also, I need a license and lessons. <laughs> and somebody has to create a golf course for you, for your helicopter. That's not going to oh, be cheap. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? So I need Crazy. space and land now as well. <laughs> 
The coldest inhabited town on earth is in Russia. The town of Omayakon in the Yakutia region in Siberia is considered to be one of the coldest inhabited towns in earth. The coldest temperature in 1938 was minus 77 degrees centigrade. That's minus 108 Fahrenheit. The average temperature in December and January is not much warmer. Minus 50K. That's all right. Been in a cryotherapy chamber. <laughs> Is it minus, minus 125 really yeah. your nipples don't just fall off for, but you're, you're in there for like three minutes so um, at, well, like topless and you know you've only got like underwear on so I believe your balls must go right inside you they, and they, they do mouth. you become a eunuch for yeah. like three minutes <laughs> I'll be like oh, oh great three minutes was lovely thank you very much um, but um, the, the, when people go do you not want to visit the whole world no not the whole world if I'm being honest with you <laughs> <laughs> this when is one go, that's not on the when list. When people go, I want to travel the world, I'll be honest with you, there are some places mm -hmm. that are not seeing me. Mm. I will be, like, I don't think China's ever seeing me. Okay, fair enough. Just because, like, the only thing to see in China is that wall in it. <laughs> that wall <laughs> in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I just... <laughs> And over here, just that clock in it. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't think I'd come to Britain if I wasn't from here. Like, can you think about it? Like, what well, have you got? like when I went to Washington DC, right? Um, and they were like, "This is the White House, and this mm -hmm. is like the Lincoln Memorial." Whatever. I was just like, "Yeah, but I could have Googled this." Ah, oh, so but don't, don't you find it fascinating when people come over here and they're people like, "People like, well, this, oh, was, this yeah. was the place where the speech of yeah. la 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 was," and I'm like, "Yeah, cool, but like." It's not happening now, is it? Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's like when people go, I'm going to go to the Louvre in France <laughs> in order to be able to catch a glimpse of the Mona Lisa. Mona I'm Lisa. like... A lot yeah, smaller but, in real life, isn't it? Yeah, but I, like, I, like, yeah. it genuinely doesn't interest me. Like, all right, cool, I've seen it. All right, now what? <laughs> now what? But you got to look at her and think like, there are smiling. Like, all right, you'll probably look at it for about maximum 10 minutes. Mm. You're not looking at that for more, like at a stretch, 10 minutes. That's and what then I'm go saying. home. And then like, you've got like 24 <laughs> hours in France so okay you've got 23 hours and 50 minutes left in mm, France mm. Eiffel Tower is pretty cool to look at for a few minutes but like if that, you've yeah. been to Crystal Palace you've seen the um, like or oh, Blackpool if it's a Blackpool yeah, Tower if you've been to like Crystal Palace they've got like this tower that's yeah. sort of like Crystal Palace but it's got like loads of satellites on it you look Slightly at that it's less the same romantic. Sort of thing <laughs> same sort of thing <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, I'd say more romantic, actually. Yeah, more romantic. There's, there's more greenery. Yeah. It's a yeah. park. And do you know what? Everyone's everyone's going to France, taking their missus to Paris, yeah? And you can but you, you've done something original. You've gone to Crystal Paris. Pa pa Palace. <laughs> Crystal Paris. Crystal, pa go, Crystal Paris, mate. Crystal Paris. <laughs> Crystal Paris got down on one knee, put a frigging onion ring over her finger and said, I own ya. But, there you. There you go, romantic. Is, yeah, I don't think, like, for me, like, yeah, and exactly, like, so China, just that wall in it. Like, when people mm. go, oh, yeah, but there's, like, Shanghai is beautiful and all that, whatever. Not, like, not really interested. And then um, Siberia, like, a lot of Russia. Mm. I mean, Moscow, I watched that, look at that palace. Palace looks pretty cool. Looks like Kremlin. a Disney. Yeah, the Kremlin or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> look at that, I'd be like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> that's you're working it The today. Red Square in Moscow, innit? Yeah, like, that yeah, one, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The largest McDonald's in the world opened in Russia 31 years ago. McDonald's opened its first restaurant in Russia 30 years ago on January the 31st, 1990, with 900 seats. It was the largest McDonald's in the world at that time. So that is very interesting that your brother said the only decent food out there was takeaway was McDonald's. Um, Can you imagine the conversation in, in Russia, though? We're going to make McDonald's. We're going to make it yes, the yes. biggest McDonald's. Members of the like the old Politburo in from the Soviet were probably like 
kicking themselves like this is everything I did not want to happen to this yes. country. <laughs> Why have we got American capitalism? This symbol yes. of American capitalism in our country. Fuck this, this, this. Oh, this, I actually like fries. And you can. Have you tried the uh, double cheeseburger with extra pickle? Wow, the Grand Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> The longest railway in the world is in Russia. <laughs> this is one of those things, yeah, where you see a BBC documentary where... Now, yeah. absolutely, the Trans-Siberian Railroad is the longest in the world. Its length, spanning across the whole eight time zones, is 9,289 kilometers. Now, that, is, of course, in our measurements, is 5,772 miles. Now, to travel the whole railroad, you would need to speed around a week in a train to do the journey, and it takes a total whopping 152 hours and 27 minutes to complete. Now I'm going to embark on it. <laughs> and Channel 4 will be like, Shittest railway on earth. <laughs> Life and death on the railway. The Siberian Railroad, Thursday night at 9. On 4. And Netflix would just be like a murder mystery version of it, wouldn't it? That would be like a true crime. Who was killed on the Trans-Siberian Railway? A new film starring Matthew McConaughey. Tetris came from Russia. Although the game uh, gained world popularity, the first edition of Tetris was made in 1984 by USSR programmer and scientist Alexei Pajinov. Uh, do you know? Do you know what's so funny? He was probably meant to like um, do something else, like make something else. Alexei, I need you to create a program that will improve the architecture and building materials for this country, for this great nation. Yes, till the end of time. Okay, and so. he just got mad bored and was like, I, I have taken your challenge mm -hmm. and realized that, as the great Tupac would say in about nine years' time. <laughs> But yes. In, in nine years' time, the great Tupac would say, <laughs> if I cannot influence the world, I may spark the mind that will. Okay, so. Um, so this program that I've created, this game, will inspire the next generation to play with bricks to create them in a certain fashion so you're saying this uh, game you're going to show me will not make people stay inside and waste hours and hours playing it instead it will teach them to build better wall yes and we will send to America first Right, women versus men. There are approximately 10 million more women in Russia than there are men. The imbalance was initially believed to be the result of loads of men dying in World War II. Great advertisement for Russian tourism. May the odds be in your favor. Go to Russia. Come on, bro. What? Do the, just do the outro, bro. Well, that was <laughs> Hurry up, man. <laughs> just do the outro, bro. Like, are you... We just say it's for work reasons. I know it's COVID... Bro, they're gonna let us, man. Come on, man. The Uber's outside. You hear it, bro? 10 million more women, bro. How, how many time zones in, in Russia, K? 11, man. Hurry up. All right, so that was this episode of Ain't Got a Clue. Don't forget to subscribe and tell a mate about us. You can find K on social media at K-A-E-K-U-R-D. TikTok, Hurry Instagram, up. Facebook, Twitter, everything. Uh, and also, don't forget, if you want an extra episode of this, you can check out our Patreon, where every time we drop a free episode here, we also drop you a Patreon. Add free whole extra episodes. So check that out. Something like a quid a week, man. Also, check me out on social media at Marcus Bronzy everywhere, too. K is literally outside, so I've, I've got to go now. But until next time, peace.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Don't forget, if you want your questions answered in our Clueless Questions episodes, send in your questions to Ain't Got A Clue podcast at gmail.com.